Good morning. Happy Wednesday. We're now joined via the WANI hotline by Opelika Mayor Gary Fuller. Mayor, good morning. How are you? Absolutely fabulous, Zach, and so good to be with you. And thanks again for allowing us to communicate with your uh, great audience on the Wednesday morning after a council meeting. And we had a, I think, successful meeting last night, and I'm glad to be here to tell you about it. Absolutely. Well, I, I, we always appreciate your time, sir. Yeah, so let, let's start with the the work session meeting last night. Give us a recap on how that went. Well, I, I thought it was went very well. John Bowles with the uh, uh, firm Hemorite Hughley and Bowles uh, presented the city's uh, fiscal year 2020 audit report and financial statements. Uh, there was a few questions, which John uh, was uh, able to answer the city's in good financial condition. We uh, talked about a uh, hunting permit for Dr. Gary Hunt out on Stonewall Road. Later on, that was approved. That was on the agenda and was approved. Then uh, the council added a an Anderson Road rail crossing improvement funding that uh, they did add that to the agenda and later passed it. Uh, ALDOT has identified the Anderson Road rail crossing as uh, needing improvements and needing the uh, the arms that will block traffic. It's about a $340,000 project and uh, estimated, and the city would be responsible for a 10% match of $34,000. Then also uh, a lengthy uh, presentation and discussion uh, by City Attorney Guy Gunner and City Planner Matt Mosley on the residential rental property registration. Now, that was not added to the agenda. It was just for discussion discussion purposes. And uh, Guy and Matt did an excellent job of explaining that. And uh, we had a number. You hear the uh, 7.30 train coming through? I, I do, Mayor. I do. But that's, uh, that's one of the great things about Opelika, right? Well, we're an old railroad town. Absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. Uh, the What we would encourage folks to do and what uh, President Smith, uh, Eddie Smith, encouraged folks to do is is to read the proposed ordinance. And it will be online today along with the PowerPoint presentation. And we want folks that own residential rental property to read it. And then if you have suggestions of how we can make it better, then we'd like to hear from you. Now, some folks, of course, were complaining about it and had not read it. But the bottom line, Zach, in my opinion, is that good landlords, and I think most of our landlords are great landlords, most of them are not going to have a problem with this. Now, the folks that have rental property that uh, is in poor condition, rental property that uh, has a leaking roof or holes in the floor or plumbing that doesn't work or heat that doesn't work, that they're going to have a problem, and uh, they need to repair it if they want and expect folks to live there. So uh, that's really what that's all about. Is And plus, we don't have any idea. The uh, census talks about they think we have some 4,000 rental units in Opelika. Well, uh, we may, or we may have more, we may have less. The truth of the matter is we don't know. So this will be a way, and it doesn't 
will not take effect until October. Folks will need to register their rental property between October and December of this year. And then this goes into effect on January 1st. So I would encourage folks, uh, landlords, to read the uh, proposed ordinance. And again, if you have suggestions or ways to make it better, then we'd like to hear from you. But um, the bottom line is that we want to ensure rental housing, whether it be a a trailer, a duplex, an apartment, single-family home, is we want to ensure that it's maintained in a good, safe, and sanitary condition. It doesn't have to look like the the Marriott Resort at Grand National, but it's got to be safe uh, for folks to live in. And then we're going to identify the uh, substandard residential rental property, and then the landlord will have the opportunity to either repair it and fix it so that it meets the minimum code requirements, or they're not going to be in the rental business. So that's what that's all about. And, and Mayor, other cities do this? Um, sure. Are, are, are you guys modeling this after you know a, a specific ordinance somewhere else or kind of – Mixing well, and matching and catering it to Opelika, what does that look like? Well, we know that other other communities, and and we did take some ideas from other communities. A couple that come to mind is uh, uh, Alexander City, okay. uh, Anniston, uh, Gadsden. I think Huntsville has looked at one of these. Sure. Uh, now, one of the big differences between our rental uh, ordinance and, and what our friends in Auburn do, in Auburn, as I understand it, you have to have a business license uh, for each rental unit, and it's based on a the, the license fee is based on a percentage of the gross income, and that's not what ours is based on. We want we want to charge a five dollar registration fee, which is is just very minimum. It's not a revenue producing ordinance for us. In fact, we think that it will actually wind up costing us money. But we think the ultimate goal is to improve rental property, so we think that it's it's worth doing, uh, and and that's what we ought to do. But uh, there is a fee for the inspection. But if you've got a unit and you've got someone living there, and they've been there and they don't move, then it it may be that that unit may not be inspected till ten years from now. Uh, now, if someone moves, that will give us an opportunity to inspect it and just make sure the basics are there, that you've got uh, a back door, that the windows will operate, that it has heating, that it has hot water, that the roof is not leaking. And as Guy pointed out, if you have a leaking roof, we're not going to say you've got to replace the whole roof. You need to stop the leak, which we think most landlords would want to do anyway. And uh, we do have a, a method in there for for uh, tenants to uh, call and uh, register a complaint. Uh, most tenants are going to call their landlord if they have a problem, and most landlords are going to take care of that problem. Now, in the event that they don't, and we've had that come up where they're just not going to do anything, then... Uh, then they're not going to be able to rent that property. Right. And uh, so we think overall it's going to be a good thing, and we're 
we we knew that we were going to have some folks that would have questions about it, and that's fine. We're we're transparent on this. Sure. And, uh, but it's going to be. It's in the best long-term interest of Opelika for us to do this. Yeah, and, and you're standing up for uh, for you know some people that may not be able to stand up for themselves as far as you know making sure they're living in in uh, in places that that people deserve to be living in. So I, I think that's uh, I think it's a fantastic move by well, the city. And, and, and you know, Zach and and Alex Hosey didn't quite get my quote right in the paper yesterday. Okay, when I was talking about Ellie, the fifth member of our family. He said uh, Ellie was a 100% purebred hound dog. <laughs> Ellie's not a hound dog; she's a pound dog. And uh, but we wouldn't let we wouldn't let Ellie spend the night in some of these places that humans are expected to stay in, live in. I think Council Member Dr. Robert Lofton. I don't know how many rental units Robert has, but he's got a number of them. Robert's philosophy is. I'm not going to rent anything that I wouldn't be willing to live in myself. Sure. And uh, I think that's pretty powerful. And I'll bet you Dr. Lofton is not ever going to have a problem with any of his units. Yeah, I bet you're right. I bet you're right. We're joined this morning by Opelika Mayor Gary Fuller. We will uh, continue our recap from last night's Opelika City Council meetings next. Opelika Mayor Gary Fuller joining us this morning. On Auburn Opal, like uh, this morning, recapping last night's city council meeting. Mayor, I think we hit on the main topic. What else was discussed last night? Well, we had a number of things. The council did move from, uh, as I mentioned, from the work session to the agenda and did approve the uh, application for an ALDOT grant to improve the rail crossing at Anderson Road. We recognized some folks last night. We were so honored to have Brandon Taylor with us. Uh, Interim Fire Chief uh, James Morgan and I, along with the council, recognized Brandon for his heroics uh, back when we had the Pinehurst Villa fire a couple of weeks ago. Uh, He's a hero, played a significant role in helping a lady and her two children escape from the second floor of that burning building, and we presented Brandon with a certificate of bravery, and uh, he got a standing ovation, which was uh, richly deserved. And Chief Morgan presented him with a fire department challenge coin, and I presented him with a city of Opelika challenge coin. And uh, it's great to have a citizen like Brandon Taylor that lives in Opelika and loves Opelika. By the way, he's a 2013 graduate of Opelika High School, wore jersey number 26 for the Bulldogs, and uh, great to see Brandon and so happy we could recognize and honor that young man. Yeah, that's cool. Then we had my buddy, uh, Coach Jimmy Johnson, and the Opelika High School boys track team. Uh, they won their third straight indoor boys state championship. Wow. Uh, just uh, last week. And uh, my goodness, uh, and Coach Johnson had those boys there, and we recognized all of them. We had... Uh, Individual winners, LaDamian Rowell was the state champion in the high jump, state champion in the triple jump, third place in the long jump. Then Jarrell Stinson, state champion in the 60-meter dash, state champion in the 400-meter dash. Eric Watts uh, came in second in the high jump and second in the long jump. But it was so great to have uh, Coach Johnson and his assistant coaches and the track team with us and uh, – uh, just they make us so proud. They, the community is proud. They do their high school proud 
and uh, of course their mamas and daddies proud. So glad to have all of them. Uh, other than that, uh, the council did um, uh, suspend the rules. We we recently lowered the school zone speed limits to 20 miles an hour, and and that's fine except Aldot for three of our schools, Morris Avenue and Opelika High School, both bordering U.S. 431, and then Southview School on Highway 51, the lowest the state will allow us to make that speed limit is 25. So the council had to amend the ordinance, which they did last night, and we've placed new signs at all of our schools, and uh, and they will be up and operating here shortly, and uh, it'll be a a way to encourage, listen, you're talking about zero tolerance. My friend, if you get caught by one of Opelika's finest speeding in a school zone, mm-hmm. you are caught. And uh, no getting out of that. And uh, so slow down in those school zones. So the council did that. And uh, otherwise, I think that was I think that was about it. Mayor, did you get a chance to watch that basketball game last night? I'm sure you enjoyed it more than uh, than a lot of our listeners did. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I got home in time to watch about the last three minutes of it. Sure. And uh, let me tell you something. I love Bruce Pearl. Uh, What a great coach. What a great person he is. And, of course, I love Auburn University. But when they play in Alabama, you know, I got to be true to my school and – so the Tide uh, won last night, and uh, uh, pretty rare for them to sweep Auburn, which they did this year. But Alabama's got a good basketball team. Yeah, really and, good. Uh, <clears throat> listen, Auburn, I was listening to Andy on my way home, and he and Sonny do such a great job with the uh, play-by-play. And, you know, they got within five, and then Alabama went on, I think, a 10-0 run, and then Auburn just couldn't couldn't recover. And, of course, Auburn's still missing a couple of their their great players. One, uh, I can't call the kid's name, but uh, he can light it up with a three-pointer and a uh, uh, great player, and he's got an ankle injury. and So he was uh, on the sidelines again last night. So, uh, yeah, I, I probably did enjoy that better than, than some folks. And, uh, and, listen, I'm excited about the NCAA tournament. And uh, that'll be coming up here in a few weeks. And, and Zach, uh, I know you've talked about this, uh, the service of remembrance today at noon at Courthouse Square uh, to uh, remember those uh, 23 folks that tragically lost their lives two years ago when the uh, tornadoes hit uh, Beauregard. And that community is still rebuilding, and uh, folks are still hurting. Uh, from the loss of loved ones and the loss of property. But uh, noon today at Courthouse Square. Absolutely. Well, Mayor, thank you so much for your time, as always. Really appreciate it, and we'll chat again in a few weeks. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, sir. Thank you. That is Opelika Mayor Gary Fuller joining us this morning. We will uh, wrap up this hour next.